Welcome to The Social Exchange. I'm Zach Rhodes. I'm the host and co-producer with Aaron Ferguson of this great podcast. Some of you may know, maybe some of you don't, I work in an online addiction program called the Life Process Program with several really brilliant and compassionate colleagues. Actually, Aaron Ferguson, the co-producer of the show, is one of them. I decided a while back that I wasn't going to talk about the Life Process Program very often on The Social Exchange. I started liking the idea of just keeping those two realms separate and keeping this show ad-free so that I could be responsible only to you, the listeners. On the other hand, given that many of you listeners, including financial supporters of the show, are interested in concepts related to addiction, I do think that talking about the concepts that we use in the Life Process Program will bring you a ton of value. So, I've decided to do this. On each week, on Thursdays, I'm going to pull audio excerpts from either Stanton Peel, who's the creator of the program, or me, or any of the coaches from the program who have been interviewed or who have recordings that offer addiction-related information. Full disclosure, I'm not going to be shy about talking about the name of the program, because that's where the material comes from, and in that sense, every time I play one of these episodes, it's like there's a bona fide ad built in, and I'll probably benefit from that. Still, I know that it's going to bring you, many of you at least, a lot of value. And if you feel I'm wrong about that, and if I hear from enough of you that you don't like the idea of running these episodes, then I'll stop running them. I I don't think that's going to be the case, though. I think that you're going to find these short excerpts packed with information in unique and intelligent ways and humble ways of solving and just thinking about addiction-related problems. So I hope that you'll enjoy. For today, let me just give you a brief intro or background summary of what the Life Process Program is. Then if you want to learn more about it, I've left a link in the show notes. And then after that, we'll get to today's clip, which is Stanton speaking about love addiction, something he wrote about beginning in 1975 with his book Love and Addiction. So the Life Process Program, or LPP, it's a much-needed alternative to 12-step and disease-based addiction programs. It was created, as I said, by Dr. Stanton Peel, who put together a cognitive behavioral program complete with written exercises, reading material, videos, and then there's one-on-one interaction between clients and trained addiction coaches. I really do, I, of course I have a bias, so that's just going to filter into all of this, but I believe there's tons to love about the program. So it's online, and it's convenient to enroll in the program. Even if people have busy lives, they can partake. It's interactive, despite being sort of a passive way of going about a program being online. So trained coaches write back and forth with clients as frequently or as infrequently as is sensible, or however often the client chooses. And the program also offers um, one-on-one online video sessions. Also, it's an alternative to dominant and ineffective models, like AA or disease-based models. And I do believe such a thing is highly sought after. There are a few programs that I know of that address addiction and those related problems in a practical way, um, but not many. And so this being one, it's it's a boon for my career because I just, I've always wanted to be part of helping people in a common sense way. The Life Process Program addresses not only drug addictions, but anything that a person could possibly be addicted to. Love and relationship addictions, gaming, technology, sex, gambling, and more. And of course, alcohol and drug addictions as well. Another thing, it's affordable. That's one of the things that really drew me to it. Stanton gets that people with the worst problems are often unable to afford expensive treatment programs. So after figuring out how to earn a fair wage for himself and his employees, he set the price at $59 a month 
for each person. And that works out to less than $2 per day. And in addition to that, people can cancel any time with no hassle. And with the understanding that it's going to be hard for any individual to be sure whether they're signing up for a legit program or whether they're about to purchase snake oil, Stanton offers a full refund to anybody who, in the first 30 days, feels that the program is not right for them. Now, here's the thing that makes it worthwhile. The greatest part of the program, and I think it's something that we offer that's so rare. The program and everybody working in it, from top to bottom, every single person is so compassionate and honest, and the program is as well. And every single person in the program is giving much more than they're taking. And that is the kind of system I want to be a part of, always. So I don't mind plugging it right now. In the program, it's saving people's feelings of self-worth, it's saving relationships, and it's saving lives, and it's, and it's I'm proud to be associated with it. So that's all I'm going to say about that. If you want to learn more about LPP or if you just want free multimedia information, it's written or video or podcast or blogs, Q&A, things like that, then go to the link that I provided in the show notes. It's just lifeprocessprogram.com. Now for today's short clip, I pulled audio, with permission of course, from a call between Stanton Peel and a really smart lady writing a PhD dissertation on love addiction. So there are a series of clips from this same phone call. So stay tuned for those. And this first one, Stanton's answering a very reasonable, fundamental question. She asks him, what is love addiction? Here's his answer coming up. Enjoy. define love addiction now i know you did this in your book um but i'm curious like current state well i'm going to get you involved in this discussion too do you mind uh how would you define love addiction (laughs) so i think that you can be addicted to anything like i could be addicted to this table that my laptop is sitting on if and i think you could be a i mean uh having a love affair in a table i don't think they're in the same universe no i agree but i'm talking like bigger like i could be addicted to anything if it if i'm constantly thinking about it if it's interfering with my daily life and so when it comes to love i feel like you can be addicted to kind of that euphoria like you get a high from thinking about like the romance of it all. Um, There's fantasy involved, um, addicted to being in a relationship. Um, I think it comes from a root of codependency left untreated. Well, now we're getting in codependency left untreated. We're getting away from concrete things. Let's stay concrete. But I agree with you. It's interesting the two things that you talked about, I think, were interfering with your life and uh, thinking about it all the time. Characteristics for being listed for any disorder in the DSM-5 are impairment and distress. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good starting place. If you say, well, if you want to evaluate a relationship and you go, well, is it helping me or is it impairing me? Right. Right. And then next, does it make me feel better or does it 
generally cause me grief and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree with you. I mean, you threw out the words codependence and therapy, but I would say people seek it as a way of compensating for some deficiency in their life. It may be a long-standing deficiency, some kind of deprivation in their soul in their psyche Mm -hmm. some kind of current like they just moved and they're disconnected or they just got divorced and so they have a hole to fill Mm -hmm. and i agree that's the definition of any addiction do you turn to something out of a sense of inadequacy a sense of problems you're not able to address but as a result of being in that involvement does it exact actually worsen your situation mm-hmm. so that you have to clutch that thing even tighter. Right. So I don't think that works with the table. So, but I mean, you might like your table a lot <laughs> and if it got broken, you might be, Oh right. damn it. But I don't think you're going to build your clasp something as your whole life. Unless, you know, some, unless it's something warm and fuzzy like a human being yeah, or a drug. But I, I think underlying both of those addictions mm-hmm. is that, the thing is able to give you a sense of being okay temporarily, unfortunately. And when it's taken from you, you don't feel okay. Right. Would you say it's a coping mechanism? Yes. It's a dysfunctional coping mechanism. With the advent of harm reduction, we're a little more appreciative of not judging those things. For example, if somebody's addicted to whatever drugs or alcohol, in the harm reduction framework, we're a little bit more careful of saying, oh, well, let's just eliminate that. And then what? You know, and it's the same, suppose there's a little old lady who's totally dependent on her housekeeper and says, where is she in night and day? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it may not be a, an ideal situation, but you do think, well, it's not our job to just eliminate that dependency without the possibility or helping the person to build a better structure in their life mm-hmm. where you're, you're working as a therapist. That's where you're, that's where you're going. And I have the light process program. We try and build up the infrastructure of a person's life. 